Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host, Candace McKim, is a renowned intuitive business coach, number one international best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and the inspiring host of a podcast slash TV show. With her vibrant approach, Candace empowers women to align with their true purpose, elevate their spiritually-led businesses, and attract wealth through proven methods. Her teachings foster profound transformation and impactful growth. Co-creator of this summit, Candace is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Candace. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our next talk. I am super excited. I have the amazing Tammy Oram here, and she's going to talk on communication problems need loving solutions. Hell yes. Yes, they do. So welcome, Tammy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so let me introduce you properly. So with extensive experience and a deep understanding of positive relationships, Tammy is passionate about helping couples achieve a healthy family dynamic. As a relationship coach and therapist, she has assisted many couples in overcoming their struggles, achieving more fulfilling partnerships, and and achieving more fulfilling partnerships. She provides valuable resources and tools to handle conflict constructively ensuring they they strengthen their bond. Tammy's ultimate goal is to build foundations of love and trust. She is driven to empower couples to help them create the partnership they desire. I love it. And before we went, before we started, you mentioned we're going to be talking about the five love languages. So that I am all over as well. So welcome, Tammy. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. All right. So tell us your journey. Tell us how you became the expert in this area and, you know, your own personal journey of relationships. Um, It all started. And actually, I didn't realize that it wasn't common, but I was very little. Um, Like growing up in an unhealthy, chaotic family home, it really didn't nurture my needs. And so what I had turned into is more of the observer and the listener. as a very young child, I sought out loving and caring role models. I really, really watched how people interacted, how they communicated, their body language, how they connected, and ultimately, how did they express their love and appreciation for everyone around them? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I recognized was that if mom was happy and the dad was happy and they were happy as individuals, they loved and respected each other more at a deeply, deeper level. Um, and then it ripples out to their children. They yeah. laughed, they had fun, they showed up, they were emotionally and physically available. And ultimately, they loved each other. So mm-hmm. this is what I wanted. This is what I needed. And in grade eight, I actually decided this was the work I was going to do for me, for my children, is to help make couples better for their kids and future generations. So did you say, did you say that you saw that in your family or you didn't see that in your family? I did so, not. I was oh, like observing other people oh. and just watching their interactions and just kind of, I wanted that too. So were you like watching your friend's parents kind of thing or family? I'm a friends? people watcher. It will be an yeah. event. Like I don't even watch the games or anything. I'm yeah. like up yeah. in the stands watching people and just their interactions and yeah, the hugs and just the ruffling of the hair and that the family showed up to support each other, their kids and other family members. 
Okay. Okay. Very powerful and very intuitively guided. It feels like it's very intuitively guided, right? It's part Mm -hmm. of your true purpose, right? Is, you know, when you've been doing this from such a young age, it's like, oh, this obviously is my purpose. And you said at the beginning that you didn't realize that that wasn't common, right? For other people to do that, to be that observant and to be. Yeah, that's exactly. It wasn't until I went to school, like went to college and they're like, um, that's not normal. That you know, at the age of seven, normal actually, right? So yeah, so that's really that's my mission is to help individuals be happy, having a loving couple, whatever doesn't matter, and then the kids. And I really want to change things for our next generation. Yes, yes, yes. So important. Okay, let's get into your tips that you want to share with everybody. And yeah, let's. So um. Our kids, I found, I don't even remember how long ago I came across Dr. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. So we raised our children using this model. Um, in fact, our son has given away over 30 copies to his friends and just everyone he meets, he gives away the book. And actually, this is what it looks like. Okay. Um, it's a super, super simple um, process. It's just putting it into practice. Yeah. So, and that's what I love about it is that it is super simple concept. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So the love languages is that, I guess the main question is people are wondering, what are they? What are the five love languages? So Dr. Gary Chapman came up with the five. So the first one is uh, words of affirmation, quality mm-hmm. time, acts of service, receiving gifts, and last but not least is physical touch. Sorry, and quality time. Sorry, what was after quality time? Quality time, access service, receiving gifts, and pers- and personal touch, like physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different dialects within all of these languages. It's not just one because we're all unique creatures and we all have different needs and like different things. Yeah. Um. So they are important because what we tend to do is show our love and appreciation to other people the way that we like it. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Like Candice, you probably have a totally different love language than I do. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm giving, showing you love and appreciation, not in your language, I'm missing the mark. Yeah. So one of my um, workshops, I changed it to high five and miss. Because if you keep missing, you end up <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, why bother? They didn't appreciate it. They didn't like it. I, you know, so we stop. And then our communication stops. And then distance occurs in the two individuals. And then the love kind of dissipates. And that's what I don't want. I want people to truly connect. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, so are you going to go, are you going to take us through each of the love languages or do you, how, what do you want to share? Well, I was kind of thinking that what I'd like to do is teach people how to figure out their own. Okay, let's do it. So like um, this, like my, my personal uh, primary love language is words of um, appreciation. Words are so powerful to me. I'd like to hear the thank yous and I love you and you look hot you look awesome today 
<laughs> like the words really mattered to me. Um, yeah. And my secondary is acts of service. So acts of service is when you do something for someone else that they would normally do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a chore or it could be just, I don't know, anything that they would normally do. And without asking, the other person just does it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, they do love me. Right? Yeah, mine mine is um, acts of service and so is my husband's. And his is his is really strong, his acts of service. And it's like I when I first met him, I was a single mom, I had two babies and he would um, just take my phone bill and go pay it. Or he would just go take my phone or my car and uh, we'd be going. So I, you know, get in the car after the weekend or whatever. And my car would be filled with gas and cleaned. And I'm just like, oh, I am going to marry this guy. <laughs> and I, 27 years feel, later. <laughs> right? And you just feel so cared for mm-hmm. that they see you and they want to do something for you. Yeah. And yeah. that just really fills up the love tanks, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, so my husband's um, primary love language is physical touch, secondary yeah. is quality time. And actually, I find that this is most common with men. Okay. Yeah. And so like physical touch, people automatically go, oh, we're talking sex, sex. No, we're not. We're talking about the simple everyday touches. Mm-hmm. It's rubbing their back or holding their hand or squeezing up the knee or sitting beside each other while you're watching a television program. Yeah, like yeah. They're just simple acts. So yeah. this morning, um, just to kind of give an example to our guest, is that for myself, primary is words, secondary is acts of service. So for myself, I did a five-minute meditation. Mm-hmm. I finished reading my book, and then I went for a walk. When I returned, my husband's is physical touch and quality time, I gave him my kiss good morning then we made breakfast together and then we ate it out on our deck so I can fulfill my own love languages at times too as well as fulfilling his and he actually made most of the breakfast so he was filling my need of acts of service right yeah so this is what I'm saying it's not complicated it we probably already do it we're just not aware that we are doing it. And now that we know better, we can do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so important. Um, and I, wa- I don't want to take up too much of your time. But yeah, like when I w- we were visiting our son and his girlfriend in uh, last summer, and she had gone out shopping for the day. And then we met up that night and we're going out for dinner. And he said, oh, she bought this shirt for me. And I went, oh, okay. And so I said, have you guys heard about the, and I knew he had, but have you ever talked about the love languages, the five love languages? And they laughed and looked at each other and they said, yes, because I knew her, at, um, at, you know, gifts, receiving gifts was higher on the list than it was for him. Like, I know that's, that's one of his lower ones on the list, but to have that kind of awareness, right, is huge. Absolutely. Right. You can just see it when you hit the nail on the head with someone's love language. They just brighten up. Yeah. And I know that when um, some of my clients who their love language is receiving gifts, mm-hmm. they have a little bit of guilt and shame behind them. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I'm so shallow or I'm materialistic or I'm selfish. Yeah. But that's not it. It's usually 
what it is when we do receiving gifts. And the simple thing is you think of the person and then you see something that reminds you of them. It could be a flower. It could be a rock. It could be anything. And so when you say, oh, walking into Safeway to grab a jug of milk and you see some dahlias and you're like, oh my goodness, they're their favorite flower. So you pick them up and you come home and you go, look, I got you this. It just lights up their entire day. So it's not the monetary cost. It's the thoughts that go behind it. Yeah. 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 No, I think it is. I think it's really powerful because I know my uh, my gifts are high, receiving gifts is higher than my husband's. And, you know, we you know, we still work on it. <laughs> like, and, and that's it. Um, it's not just a one and done. No. Right? Like this an, and every day, every and like I was saying, they're just simple. They don't have to be huge. So if you have a person that words and receiving gifts is their like love language. Yeah. What would knock it out of the park is buying a card for them mm -hmm. and handwriting a note into it. Because it's something tangible that they can hold on to. And yeah. it's the words that speak to their heart. Oh, I have a friend who gives cards all the time. So there she is. That's that must be hers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so sometimes we really have to give some thoughts to this is that sometimes what we think is what's been downloaded to us, what has been role modeled to us by say our parents, like dad showed mom, he loved her by bringing her flowers every Friday after work. Mm -hmm. When I get married, I'm going to do that. And I can attest to this. <laughs> it's, I am not a receiving gifts person. And so my husband, for every occasion, would buy me flowers. And I'd be like, thanks. It wasn't hitting the mark. And then I right. felt bad because then I was like, why do you keep buying these flowers? They just die. <laughs> we could do something else with that money. And I know he's a hurt, but at the same time, and then we bring in the conversation. And this is when I really started. I mean, we got married decades ago. We've been together yes. for over 36 years. And but we have these conversations. I need to know what his love languages are, and I need him to know what mine are. Yeah, so yeah. For each other, not what we think, but we actually feel. Yeah. Okay, so let's help everybody with right. finding their love languages. Okay. So in actually the free, the PDF that everyone gets is yep. a simple little five-minute assessment. Okay. And it is worded a couple different ways. And it's like, you know, words mean this and, you know, physical touch mean this. And so it's really important to understand the difference, although it can evolve as well. The more we're more familiar with them, they can change. Life okay. circumstances can change them as well. So it's not an absolute concrete concept. It's yeah. abstract, if you want to say that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes to figure out ours, because a lot of people, and I know in the chat, is what if you resonate more with more than one love language? And that's true. Sometimes we do with certain individuals or certain situations, and that's okay. Don't we resonate with all of them, but we have them kind of in our top to bottom, sort of the most important to the less important? Correct. Yeah. And okay. so you just scale them one to five. What yeah. means the most? What's second? What's third? And a lot of times we'll have one that really stands out, 
into that are kind of oh, pretty even. Okay. Um, sometimes we can figure it out by what hurts your feelings, what hurts your heart. Because mm. I have this come up where I thought, no, acts of service is my number one, and second is words, and yada, yada. And then someone said something, and it really hurt my feelings. And then it got me thinking, like, oh, maybe it is words that mean more to me. Right. You know, if I clean the house and go out and come home and my kids have made a disaster, would that hurt my feelings? Mm. Now, I'd probably be a little pissed about that, but it wouldn't hurt my feelings like those words did. So that's how I figured out what mine was, which meant more deeply to my heart, my soul. Yeah. And um, so I have an example of that, too. Um, Yeah, like I realized that receiving gifts was higher up in my list of five when um, it was like a a monumental birthday. And I was asking my husband to buy me something that I really wanted. Or maybe it was an anniversary. I can't remember. But I start I started crying and like I cried asking for what I wanted. (laughs) And I just realized Oh, like there's worthiness in there. There's like, it made me really dive deep. And then I realized, okay, I think receiving gifts is a little bit higher on my list than I thought it was. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. It's the value, right? Like I matter. Um, And sometimes our childhood can affect us as well. So, you know, um, just to go a little deeper in this is that um, in my childhood, it was kind of, I gave you this. If you make me angry, I can take it away from you. Oh, okay. Right? So then that created, I don't like receiving gifts because there always seems to be strings attached. Mm. So that would be the reason that yeah. receiving gifts is my lowest love language. Not right. saying that I don't like nice things, or but it's mainly the thought behind them. Yeah. For receiving gifts. So, like I said, you can also figure out what hurts you. Yeah. And the reason for it. So, mm-hmm. it's a simple tool to use. And actually, we can learn a lot about ourselves and about others with using the five love languages. Yeah. Well, I think mine came from not the, re- not the receiving gifts part was uh, not wanting, like thinking it was lower on my list, was um, from my first marriage. Right. And then when I broke, when we split up, it was like, oh, I don't need anything from men. Right. I don't I can do it on my own. Right. And it came from there. Like, I don't need a get, I don't need him to buy me flowers or to buy me a ring or whatever. I can buy it myself. And so then I took that into this next marriage. And then, yeah, so I haven't asked for a lot of gifts. Right. And then I realized, oh. wow, this is higher up on my list than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. And that's a perfect example of how our situations change. Mm-hmm. And then our scale may change, or we may may reflect some more on it, and go, ooh, go deeper, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Lou says, ooh, turning to the hurts to figure out your needs, genius. Yes. <laughs> Cheryl says, under understanding what hurts, what hurts my heart. Love that. Yeah, like, yeah, like where where does it? Yeah, where does it really hit you, right in the heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, Candice, your experience when you had tears yeah you know asking for something it's like whoa this matters this really matters to me I know 
Actually, when I'm thinking about it, it was our 10th, now that I remember, I now remember it was our 10 year anniversary gift. That's what it was. And it was actually, it was this ring and it, oh. it was our 10 year anniversary gift. And I wanted this ring and it was like, ah, yeah. And ta-da. Yeah. And ta-da. No, that's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, so, so go ahead. No. So that's what I was saying. Um, you can dive deeper in this and you can really figure out a whole bunch of things. You can watch children like your children. Most yeah. children at the beginning is physical touch, right? Cuddling in the nurturing, you're loved, you're wanted. Mm-hmm. And then it changes as they get older and become right. more autonomous and individuals. Yeah. So when oh. your child is kind of curling up to you, it's to fulfill a need. It's their love language. Where I know that we can be really busy and super stressed sometimes. And they're like, ah, don't touch me. Mm. And then they are hurt. And the reason they are hurt is because that is their love language at that age. Yeah, yeah. I love that. A bunch of different ways you can use it. Yeah, that's really, that's really, yeah, really good information. Okay, tell everybody again about your gift, because I know you did mention it before, but let's drop the link so everybody can grab it and dive deeper into into this like there's it's it's so you think well it's five things it's not that right but there's it's so much more it is so much more and like I said it's a really simple concept putting into practice is the hardest thing um so yeah so the free gift is the little quiz it's a pdf Mm -hmm. it's a quiz you just fill it in and then the second page is examples of it and we also you put in the little taco kind of thing it's like I want to hold you like a taco and I want to make you a taco so by using the five oh yeah yeah and okay. tacos right I love it, helps it. Yeah. Us to go, oh right right oh my goodness so there's ones out there tacos there's ones out there about coffee it's just yeah. a really more concrete example and yeah. funny we have yeah. to have fun yeah, discover your love language and transform your relationship. So click the link right now, right here, and then that'll open up in your browser. And then um, tacos for my love language. Yes, that's so funny. And then tell everybody about your VIP gift. And they can also go grab the VIP gift right, right now as well. Absolutely. So the VIP gift is actually going to be a live workshop um, in a couple of weeks. We're going to give you a little break, recoup from this weekend and all the information that's been downloaded. And in two weeks, we're going to have a live workshop where everyone, all of our VIPs can come. They can ask questions. They can share. Um, so, yeah, a deeper dive into your own love language and how to use it effectively. And also how to communicate your needs. How can you say, oh, like, not like me. Why are you buying me flowers? I just died. I don't recommend for me that. I start crying <laughs> so that's what we're going to practice and I use the five love languages in all of my programs when I work with couples the okay. foundation program the next mm-hmm. level my master's level because it's an ongoing thing that yeah you can love it Okay, so the VIP gift is Love Language un- uh, Languages Unleashed, Ignite the Spark in Your Relationship. And if you haven't upgraded to a VIP, then there is a link there to upgrade to VIP. And then you can go directly into the VIP portal and um, ask, just scroll down to Tammy. They're all in alphabetical order for first name. Scroll down to T, t- and then you can get in there and get Tammy's VIP gift. Okay, last words of wisdom. Hmm. Practice vulnerability. 
share your work, uh, do your own personal work, and then learn how to share your needs, smile, have fun. And I want to leave with Miss um, Angelou's message is people will forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hell yes. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And um, the gifts are in the show notes if you're watching the replay. So uh, this was Tammy Oram, and uh, we were talking about about the five love languages. So thank you all so much for watching thank today. It's been fun. It has been fun. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.